Oh man, we need friggin' help, buddy. <laughs> oh man, man, we need fucking help, buddy. Fucking. If you're if you're gonna do it, you gotta go all the way with the hard swear word. <laughs> the sweary boys swear word. What's happening, buddy? Dude, I'm pretty good. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can't wait till the end of the episode now. All right, go ahead. I feel like we got to tell. I, I I feel like that's just a bad secret I got to hold for the next hour. You well, know? then fucking get it out, and then we'll talk about blasting Bigfoot. <laughs> blasting Bigfoot with big barrels. <laughs> Bla- Bigfoot blasted by big barrels. Dot com. <laughs> that's got. Come on, dot biz. You blew it. Oh my god. <laughs> How in the ding dang heck could I have done that? All right, we'll let them know, and then we'll then we'll get to it. Y'all, uh, we have a, I guess it's an announcement. Sure. Um, Spenny and I are gonna, we're gonna ride off into the sunset here. Uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna be going on a, you want to call it a indefinite hiatus? Sure. You sure? I don't know is what that, that means. Is that, we're going to do this episode and maybe one more, and then we're going to stop doing episodes. And then we're going to stop doing episodes. And if we maybe feel like doing an episode at some random point in the future, you'll see us pop up in your feed. But we also might not feeling like doing an episode at some point in the future, and then you won't see us pop up in your feed. Who um, the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh, that's probably a surprise to a lot of you. It's probably, I would imagine, disappointing to some of you. Um, probably a relief to at least a few of you <laughs> some of you are hyped um <laughs> hell yeah i am suppressing a little bit of emotion because it's bittersweet but hey we've been doing this for four years and it's been fun it's been a dang blast and <laughs> i didn't expect this to happen <laughs> We're fucking grateful for you guys, because y'all have made this a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Um, It's been more fun than I expected it to be, and I expected it to be really fun. And we've gotten way more support than I ever expected us to get. Um, I think I would have been downloads. Well, yeah, Uh, I think I would have been happy with like one one hundredth of. (laughs) <laughs> the support and listenership and fun that we've had over the last, is it really four years that we, we started this 2017, I mean, I man, like it's like summer of 2017. Th- we started recording the show. No, it must've been, it must've been 16, bro. We've done 230 some episodes. God damn. That's a lot of fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying we came It's so much bullshit. We can't even keep track of our own. Well, bullshit. So, first, well, yeah, no, that's about, well, just over. Oh yeah. Wait, no, it's like four and a half years. If we're, uh, we haven't done more than one a week, like ever really. And this is two thirty something, I think. So, so it was fall of 2016 that we started doing this show. I think so. Yeah. Because it would have been all of 17, all of 18, all of 19, all of 20, and then AKA part just of... fucking four sweet years in, the, in these here United States. <laughs> fucking A. And then part <laughs> of 16 and part of 21 now. Yeah. So yeah. Shit. AKA long enough. Um, <laughs> it's been a blast. And uh, thank all of you. I just want to thank all of you for hanging out with us and... Uh, sharing stories and experiences and spaces, both physical and on the internet with us. And fucking Uh, tracking band names and buying fucking (laughs) stickers and uh, leaving voicemails, showing up to our show in LA. A bunch of them in Minneapolis. Yeah, it's it's been a blast. So we're going to talk about uh, <laughs> shooting Bigfoot today. <laughs> blasting Bigfoot with big barrels. With, dot biz. I, I can't remember what I did the first time. Blasted by Bigfoot's big barrels in the butt. <laughs> dot biz. There we go. Shout out Chuck. <laughs> Forever. Um, and then like I don't know. We'll come hang out and do something next week. 
same place, same time. Um, if you've ever wanted to send us an email or a voicemail and haven't, uh, you have approximately one week to do so, and then we probably won't be checking either of those very often. Right. Uh, we definitely will not be playing or reading them on the show. Uh, if you do send us one between now and next, we almost certainly will read or play it on the <laughs> yeah. show next week. Chances are pretty good, because we're not going to prepare anything other than the things you guys either email us or call us and say. So um, I'm going to be auctioning off all of my show notes for the roughly 450 <laughs> episodes that we've done of this thing. So much so, Google Drive space. Keep, yeah, keep an eye out for uh, the eBay auction for the password to my Google Drive. <laughs> If anybody else wants to just do this podcast, but better, you have my permission as long as you meet the reserve on the eBay auction. If someone if someone wants to write the book that we like should have written over the course of the last five years. We never trademarked or copyrighted any of this shit. So like, look, it's we think it's our intellectual property, but like look. we can't afford lawyers. <laughs> we'll see if you want it. I mean, fucking come take it. <laughs> I would say we'll see you in court, but we won't. <laughs> if I had a lawyer, I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate the thing I just said, but we don't. We'll so. just we'll just say, oh, shit, they got us. <laughs> and that'll be the end of Yoink. that. All right. Um, but yeah, no, uh, just to double down on what Spencer just said. Thank you guys for everything, for the support over all the years and, and the love. And it's been a it's been a journey and we're super grateful for for the many millions of of plays of the show and 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 um that's stupid that that's is pretty too many that is too many um God yeah damn. if it weren't for y'all we wouldn't have been just sitting here bullshitting in a room by ourselves and and you guys have not only made well, it we worth it have. but <laughs> that's true but we would have been like at a bar watching a wolves game instead it just of, wouldn't be on the internet yeah. <laughs> yeah instead of recording in the studio but um yeah no we um we're just grateful God damn! <laughs> oh, we got a new sounder in the second to last episode. Yeah, do you know who that is? Give it to me one more time. God damn! Ooh, I've actually used it a few times in the in the last couple episodes when you were not around. But give it to me one I more feel, time. Yeah, I feel like you should be able to get it. God damn! Fuck! It's like like it's familiar, <laughs> but I can't do it. It's our guy, Carl. Wait, what? Carl Anthony Towns. Big cat? Yeah. What? <laughs> he walked into a post-game presser, and somebody told him that he and Ant took a combined, like, 55 shots in that game, and, and that that's was his what he response. said? Oh, my God, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's how he started his press conference. God bless. Oh, I love that because it's not actually on TV this year. All the players are just cussing as oh, much sure. as they want. Because they're in a Zoom saying, call with reporters, so it doesn't feel yeah, like they're they, actually... It gets edited before it actually goes anywhere. Uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, yeah, hey, somebody really? slid him a stat sheet, and he, he just picked it up, and he goes... God damn. <laughs> Yo, God bless. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, I got, I finally got this one too. Oh shit. Where is it? Larry, I'm on DuckTales. <laughs> I don't know uh, how I'm going to use it today. I'm going to find a way to use it somewhere it's though. It's so good. Um, yeah. I like that. Uh, like literally five minutes before we started recording our last episode, I added two new sounders. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey, real quick, just so there isn't any clutter on the internet about this, because I already saw some of y'all talking about it when I took a brief hiatus for my well-being. People were like, do you think they hate each other? Do they have a falling out? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! Great. Spencer's fueling the fire now. <laughs> I apologize. Spenny and I have right. been friends for a decade. We don't hate each other. This is uh, but not a anymore. God damn it. <laughs> What's new? The day it ends. The last time we hit record is the last time Spencer and I talked. We, we will never speak again. Uh, no, this was a this was a decision we both came to over a long time, and it's not because we don't like each other. In fact, we'll probably like each other a lot more because we'll get to talk about other stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, we, dude, if we just hung out twice a week and like didn't have to do anything, Sounds our conversations fun. would be much less coherent, which 
shockingly, is possible. Is possible. Yeah, for those of you who've been with us for a while, it is possible. We jump even more when we're not being recorded. Yes, I'm like almost always sober when we record these, and usually not if we're hanging out. If we're hanging out. Uh, all right. All right. Joy. Joy. We got to do some joy, and then we got to talk about shooting Bigfoot in his danged, <laughs> stupid face. <laughs> oh, it's not his face. I feel like ah. that's that's such a, like, if you're going to shoot him, it's disrespectful. If you're going to shoot him in the face, that's double disrespectful. Uh, oh. Just a really good shot. Sorry. One more thing. It's hi at whatifpodcast.com. Oh, sure. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> and it's 612-246-4614. Send us an email or leave us a voicemail between now and next week. This is not an April Fool's joke, even though this is our first episode in April. <laughs> it would be like us to come in six days late with the April Fool's joke. Though. And be like, ha ha, got you. No, this is not an April Fool's joke. Uh, but if you do want to, us to read your email or play your voicemail on the show next week, which will be our last show, uh, it's 612-246-4614 or hi at whatifpodcast.com. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to go first because I always catch you off guard when I, I ask you for your joy. Mine is, I was just watching Donald Duck in Math Magic Land before we started recording. Oh. And. Uh, a, a middle school classic, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched it as a as a youth and I don't know why, because it, it came out in the 50s. I always thought it was like a an 80s thing, because that's when I saw it. Or yep. like, an, I saw it in the early 90s thinking it was like sort of old and not like 40 years old. Not not extremely like, how did they have animation back then old? Yeah, not like this came out around the time that my parents came out of the womb. Right. As in like, my, my dad could have been six years old and watched this also. Yeah. But uh, yeah, nostalgic cartoons have brought me joy today. Also, I hadn't heard Donald Duck in a long time. Sure. His voice was really a choice. (laughs) Like they really. Sure. They took that pretty far to where like, I just don't know what he's saying sometimes. Oh, I think that's sort of the point, isn't it? That he's like borderline incomprehensible for half of what he says. And I'm saying that's a bold choice. Oh, definitely. <laughs> for one of your oh, main character. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It also, you know, it might have been a really smart choice because they were like, look, if we're gonna keep this character around for fucking 80 years, we better make sure that people can step in and become the new Donald Duck or Daffy Duck. Donald Duck? Donald Duck. Donald. How do we how do we do that with Donald Duck? Well, we just make it borderline gibberish. <laughs> and then anyone can come in and be gibberish. I think it was mostly one dude for like a long time. That's I, that makes sense. Clarence something. Okay, I Did might you? be completely making that up. That could be one hundred percent false. Well, while but we're I think he- it's a guy named Clarence who did it for like thirty years or something. Well, while we're here, uh, factually, that that film is not great. Like they they get some math concepts okay. They did try and tell me that. Three white guys and a duck invented jazz music, though, within the first five minutes. Hey, I, I wasn't there. Pretty rough, but <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't either, but I'm pretty sure three pretty, white guys and a duck weren't either. No doubt. No doubt. Um, Clarence Nash Ooh. fucking nailed it. Look at you, motherfucker! Who was born in 1904. Wow. He's older than my house. Right. Well, I mean, uh, he's probably dead, I, I'm guessing. He's unfortunately he's no longer with us. not 117 out here voicing Donald Duck. He started doing Donald Duck in, I can't find it. 1906. 1932? Okay. That's a good gig in your 20s. 1932, he started doing well, it. Well, maybe, maybe Donald Duck wasn't shit in 1932. I don't know. <laughs> Clarence Nash made Donald Duck shit. That's what when, he did. When did Don really start popping? Was it, was, it, was it later? I mean, I don't know. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this. that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, Nash went on to voice Donald Duck for 51 years in over 120 Yeesh. shorts and full-length films until he passed away in... Uh, 
he passed away in 1985 and was doing Donald Duck all the way until the year he passed. Damn. Good for you. Good for you, motherfucker. Good for you. Hey, he's got the same birthday as my wife. Impressive. And this has been Ryan reads Donald Duck's Wikipedia page. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be the show if I didn't do a little tiny bit of that. Larry, I'm on DuckTales. Yeah. We got there. It sort of works. We got there. Donald Duck is on DuckTales, and there's absolutely no way that Clarence Nash didn't voice some version of that, right? There we go. There we go. And we didn't even right. do that on purpose. Um, what's my uh, joy what's for this week? Joy? I'll, I'll I'll make it uh, I'll make it a show related one. Uh, we got a dope uh, package gift from the super homie listener Hawk uh, this week as a as like a thank you for the show. And we got these sick coasters. They look like pallets Ooh. from Estes Park, but they got uh they got fucking Estes Park. It's a, it's a. Sorry, never mind. I didn't ask a follow-up question. Keep going. It's a place. <laughs> it's a park in a place. It's, I don't know where it is. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um. Well, now I'm gonna tell you because you asked and I didn't no, know. That, see that you don't have to, buddy. Colorado. You can just say I don't know. It's Colorado. It's okay to say I don't know. It's Colorado. Uh, and in in these uh, Bigfoot is. Carrying a sixer in one hand, but it's actually mm-hmm. a fiver because there's a cracked one in his right hand. Well, sure. I mean, and what's beer if not for drinking? <laughs> Amen. And he's wearing a, a hat with a Colorado C on it, and he's got like just an open shirt with the sleeves rolled up, like he's ready to Sick, do work no on pants. that six pack. No, no pants. Zero <laughs> pants. Which is such a speaking of bold moves and strong choices. If, if you're like, hey, I think Bigfoot needs clothes, but only up top. <laughs> like, yeah, going. <laughs> Business above the belly button, party on the bottom half. Yeah. Anyway, and then we got a. And then we got a. He's a hundred percent Winnie the Poohing it, and then we also got a dope sign and a sweet note. Uh, So thanks, Hawk, and to everybody who's ever sent us anything. We appreciate y'all for uh, for showing love, and especially those of you that mailed us potato chips from. Across an ocean, oh. only to find out that our PO box doesn't exist. It got burned and they down. Mailed you back <laughs> a crushed bag of potato chips for like seventy dollars. Oh, that one really broke. I saw that in the Facebook group, and that just broke my heart because I was like, "That's gotta be just the like swiftest kick in the stomach to be like, hey, thanks, mm-hmm. fuck you, <laughs> fuck your gift." <laughs> hey, we uh, flew these around the world and smashed them for you. Here you go. <laughs> Thanks for the money. <laughs> oh man. Oh, All hey, right, buddy. Uh, one more thing while we're doing announcements and shit. And before, right before we transition, uh, if you want more show after there is no more show, uh, we're going to keep patreon.com slash what if podcast up. Um, but it's just going to be three bucks a month and we're not going to put out anything new there, but if you want to just like go access maybe. those, maybe. maybe we might surprise you randomly one day. Um, but if you want access to those 150 plus episodes in there to just listen to like a little private, what if podcast Netflix for three bucks a month, that's gone down in price and you can go do that as well. So just so you know, that's there at patreon.com slash what a podcast. If you're like, well, fuck, what am I going to listen to every week? You could literally listen to us for three more years, once a week, every week. If you just started at the beginning of the Patreon. So you got that too. Or if you're like me and don't remember the earlier episodes, you could just start over and probably get another year out of that. I have done that with a couple favorite podcasts. I might do that with our show because I'll be like, wait oh, a minute, man. what did we actually say? I don't. You do that. I'm not going to listen to us any more than I have to. <laughs> then you already have over the past. I've already heard these twice as many times as you have by editing them. Big facts. Big facts. All right. Ryan, 1924. Oh, on the coast of British Columbia, Canada, going back to Donald Duck times to go shoot Bigfoot, (laughs) Toba Inlet, which is about a hundred miles up the coast from Vancouver. Oh, oh, we're in Canada. Yeah. Did you pick that up when I said Canada? I didn't hear you say Canada. (laughs) I thought you said on the West coast. (laughs) I said (laughs) British Columbia coast. Oh, British Columbia. That's that slipped. And then, and then I said in Canada. (laughs) 
You slipped through, bud. Look, my brain's somewhere else, all right? We're having a Viking funeral for the podcast. My brain's somewhere else. All right, we're in Canada, eh? I'm yeah. with you now. And our guy, Albert Ostman, worked in construction and uh, lum- lumberjackery. What do you what do you call the Lumber business of lumberjacks? Jackery. Oh, there's a joke in L- there I don't want to really make right now. L- lumbering? He worked in lumbering? Lum- lumber? Just lumber? He was a lumberious fellow. He was a lumberjack? Yeah. But his... Whatever. This is this is unnecessary. The tree trade. Anyway. He's in the tree trade. Yeah, there we go. Uh, he was a construction worker and lumberjack by trade, but he was taking a three-week three week vacation to do some solo prospecting because that's what you did in the 1920s. As in like for precious metals prospecting? He's looking prospecting? for gold. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, Albie, what are you doing this weekend? I'm getting rich. <laughs> yeah, dog. I'm it's climbing a mountain and getting West. rich. <laughs> he had heard stories of abandoned gold mines in the area. So he took three weeks off of work and was going to go get him a bucket full of gold. It sounds cool, man. If somebody was like, there's yeah. an abandoned gold mine here and I have some equipment and we could like go pan for gold, I would be into that. Yeah. So he took a boat up there from Vancouver and he hired a guide to lead him out to this area where these alleged mines were. And on the way out there, the guide told him stories of Sasquatch in the area. Keep keep your head on a swivel? Is that what that is? Um, yeah, I guess. Or just, you know, making conversation on the way out. Or just, okay. like, messing with this guy that you're leading out into the woods by himself. Who yeah, knows? That's, that's true. I, I guess it, 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 it could be like, hey, man... Just so you know, if you are going to climb that mountain and go for look, go look for gold, you better watch out. There's some there's big a, fuckers out there. There's there's a big fucking ape out there. That's skunk ape's gonna fucking fuck you up. I should clarify uh, about the the blasting Bigfoot part. Actually, I have two Bigfoot stories. This one's about being kidnapped by Bigfoot. <gasps> the, the second one is about blasting Bigfoot. As a response? No, separate stories. Oh, dip. Yeah. Anyway, so the guide told him that they are big creatures with hair all over their bodies, but they're not animals. They're people, big people living in the mountains. My uncle saw the tracks of one that were two feet long, and someone has seen one that's over eight feet tall. Okay. I mean, we're, we're tracking with everything here. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, the, you said this happened in the 30s. 20s, 1924. 24, not 34. When is this being regurgitated to us? Like, what's the... Yeah, where, so where, this where are we, where is... Where are we sourcing? Right. So this is coming from Albert Osman, as told to author uh, John Green in... Well, it was published in the 70s. I think he told his story somewhere in between, though. Okay. It happened in the twenties. I don't think he told it until like the fifties, and then it was published in this uh, book, Sasquatch: The Apes Among Us, in the seventies. That I'm referencing. Got it. Uh, okay, so his guide tells him of these big, eight foot tall, hairy people with big feet. Uh. Osman had not heard of such a creature before and told the guide they didn't believe him. And the guide replied, quote, there may not be many, but they still exist. Okay. So they get to the spot where the guide is going to leave him. They camp for the night and then the guide heads back in the morning and he's (laughs) the gold is there. The apes are there. Good luck, motherfucker. I'll, <laughs> I'll see you on the flip side. He tells him he'll be back in three weeks to lead him out. So oh, they're going to meet back at the same spot in three weeks. Far too much time. I <laughs> thought you were going to say 36 hours. That's fucked. Osman had a huge, like, 80-pound backpack with him with a rifle, a knife, a prospecting pick, because he was looking for gold after all. No doubt. Pots and pans and cooking stuff, uh, some food and some matches. So he hikes for about two days before finding a camping site that he thinks is like his permanent site because it's got, or like his, you know, for the next two and a half weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
It's got some trees close together up against a nice rock wall. He's got a fresh spring nearby. And it's in the area where apparently there's just gold hanging out in the mountains. Yep. So he makes a fire pit and sets up his sleeping arrangements. And the first morning when he wakes up, there are some things that have been moved around in his camp. I just, I'm sorry. I just had this image of this dude waking up in a sleeping bag and there's just apes panning for gold in his like <laughs> outside his campsite. And he's like, what the fuck, man? Give me Not back, quite. Give me back my shit. Or like, he's probably like, hey, let me join you if y'all know what you're doing. So it's just like some stuff has been moved around, but nothing's missing. Nothing's like opened none of all of his food is still there so he figures it was probably some porcupines and apparently according to to albert porcupines like leather so he decides that the next night he's gonna hide his shoes because they figured they that he figured that the porcupines were there to chew on his shoes there you know i know that i'm not the outdoorsiest man as i have proved multiple (laughs) times on this podcast in the past five fucking years but I need to say, it seems like a pretty wild thing to be like, something moved. It's the goddamn porcupines again. Like, for that to be your instant, like, uh-huh. catch-all for who you're blaming here, that seems sort of... I mean, you got bears, you got deer, you got... Well... You got the apes you done been told about. I think he figured, like, bigger things would have caused more of a disturbance, and, like, bears would have... Mm probably gone through his food and yeah but like squirrels and badgers just like to to focus on porcupines it seems like a little a little judgy you know well he 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 may have been biased because the second night he slept with his gun close by because he figured he could shoot a porcupine or as he calls them a porky for some porky stew adorable first of all he was gonna gonna shoot him a porky and make some stew uh adorable so the visitors, whatever they were, returned, but he was now pretty sure it wasn't Porky's because, quote, the next morning my backpack had been emptied out. Someone had turned it upside down and it was hanging on the pole from the shoulder straps. Then I noticed a one one half pound package of prunes was missing, as was my pancake flour, but my salt bag was not touched. Porkies always look for salt, so I decided it must be something else than porkies. This guy knows a lot about porcupines, maybe. Maybe. He he claims to know a lot about porcupines. He might know too much about porcupines, and that's <laughs> or, why... Or also not enough at the same time, it seems that's like. That's true. That's true. Because <laughs> everything is the goddamn porcupines. Yeah, yeah. He's walking around like, his house, and he's like misplaced his glasses, and he's like, goddamn porcupines again. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, sorry. Oh, goddamn porcupines, eh? They're taking my glasses. <laughs> I don't know if he was Canadian. He just happened to be in Canada, but we'll... I like it better if he was. For this, for the sake of me doing a Canadian accent yeah, for the rest yeah, of the show, for he's sure. very Canadian. Gotta get your accents off while you can. Uh, <laughs> Big facts. I like that it wasn't the fact that something had turned his backpack upside down and hung it from a pole that tipped him off that it wasn't porcupines. It was the fact that they didn't eat his salt. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Because you know, porcupines, they can be they can be climbing trees and hanging shit upside down whenever they damn yeah. well feel like it. But the picking salt. Up, picking up salt. backpacks, you know, with their hands and their muscles. <laughs> yeah. So the third night, he decides he's gonna stay up all night and figure out who or what is messing with his camp. Sure. That's a so, logical that's a logical thought. Particularly if you're going to be there for three weeks, you won't, you're going to be like, something's fucking with my shit. And I would like for them to stop right. fucking with my shit. Cause shit's disappearing. Or, or I need to set up camp somewhere else. Right. So he, uh, climbs inside his sleeping bag with his rifle and figures he'll just wait him out. And if they're big, he'll shoot him. Or if it's a porcupine, he'll shoot him and have sh- some porky stew. He'll shoot him. <laughs> yeah. If he's big, he'll shoot him. If it's small, he's going to shoot him too. <laughs> Somebody, hey, by, by sunrise, somebody's getting shot. <laughs> so, unfortunately, he dozes off, and 
He says, quote, I was awakened by something picking me up. I was half asleep and at first did not remember where I was. As I began to get my wits together, I remembered I was on this prospecting trip and still in my sleeping bag. So something picked him up in his sleeping bag and started taking him somewhere. Awesome. And he said, at awesome. fir- my first thought was it must be a snow slide, but then I remembered there was no uh-huh. snow around my camp. <laughs> then it felt like I was tossed on horseback, but I could feel whoever it was was walking. Ooh. So it wasn't like a gallop. It was like smoother. I love, I thought it was snow, but then I realized there's no snow. (laughs) I mean, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're moving. It's going to take you a second to try and figure out what's going on. Yeah. And particularly if you can't see anything, right. You're stuffed inside a a sleeping bag. Right, right, right. And if you're in a, if you're in a like elevated, you know, you're like up a mountain, you might for a moment be like, did something cascade down the mountain and make its way to me or whatever. Yeah. So he's stuck inside the sleeping bag for about three hours as some, as this thing carries him along and he had his knife inside his sleeping bag, but he couldn't reach it from where he was to like cut himself out and shanking through the fucking sleeping bag. Shank, shank, shank. Well, no, you could like, you know, cut the side out and at least like get away from whatever this thing was that was carrying you across the mountain or stab whatever's carrying you across the mountain. I Sure. Yeah. I'm not sure how much that would help Same. if it's big enough to pick you up and carry you for three hours, but... Hey, did you hear that thunder boom from where you are? Yeah. Bro, I heard a Longfellow boom the other day, and that shit was crazy. Was it thunder yesterday no, when it, it was thundering? No, no, no. This was like two weeks ago when I was not on the show, and I was sitting in my living room and heard the biggest, like, boom, and it was out of nowhere, and there was no storm, and it fucking scared the piss out of me. Huh. They shooting. They shooting. They shooting Bigfoots. <laughs> it's probably my weirdo neighbor lighting off his mortars in, in honor of whatever. one guy. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It could have been. It might have been. I mean, that's what it was a couple years ago. Anyway, uh, he could also hear that this thing that picked him up had picked up his backpack full of his supplies as well because he could hear it like rattling around next to him. He said, finally, he stopped and let me down. Then he dropped my backpack, which he calls a pack sack, which that's it. That's done. That's all we're doing from now on. I'm going to keep calling it that now that we've established that that's what it is. I'm, I'm, Um, I'm saying maybe just from here on out when speaking about backpacks. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's done now. Pack sack is what we're saying forever. He dropped my pack sack and I could hear the cans rattle. Then I heard chatter, some kind of talk that I didn't understand. The ground was sloping, so when he let go of my sleeping bag, I rolled downhill. (laughs) I got my my head out, and I got some fresh air, and I tried to straighten my legs and crawl out, but my legs were numb. Because he was, like, crunched up inside of this thing in a weird position. I'm assuming, like, slung over a shoulder or maybe just, like, stuffed down in the bottom of it. Like, if you grab the top of the sleeping bag like a hobo pack. They call them bindles. Yeah, like a bindle, you just sling this dude over your shoulder. Bro. And he's like stuffed down at the bottom with his gun and his shoes and his knife and shit. A Bigfoot carrying a man bindle is a very phenomenal concept to me. Just a with, just a sleeping with one bag hand man no bindle. Because he's got the back, the I'm sorry, the pack sack in his other. Right. Or maybe over his shoulder, I but guess. But it's got to be one hand because the bindle's on a stick, right? So he's got his... Oh, I just meant like putting your hand around the top of it. No, but I very much like the image of a of a, Sa- a Sam Squanch with a big fucking branch <laughs> with this guy's sleeping bag tied around the end of it just over his shoulder. Sure, sure. Um, How did they not chase him when he fell down the hill, man? They didn't. Well, we'll get there, but they don't really seem to give a shit about him. Um, so <laughs> that he, seems he hears counterintuitive what, when they kidnapped him. Right, right. Well, maybe they didn't know he was in there. You know, maybe they just grabbed yeah. the, the backpack and the... the bindle they wanted the salt (laughs) those damn porkies they want that they need that salt so he hears these four what he thinks are four creatures talking but he couldn't he can't see anything because it's the middle of the night and you know they're in the middle of nowhere sure so he asks what you fellows want with me and no one responds so he waits until it gets lighter and he can see four what he calls people two big ones and two little ones all covered with hair and no clothes on at all 
They looked like a family. Old man, old lady, and two young ones, boy and a girl. Okay. The boy and girl seemed to be scared of me. The old lady did not seem too pleased about what the old man dragged home. But the old man was waving his arms and telling them all what he had in mind. Then they all left me. <laughs> what he had in mind? Soup? Dude soup? Uh, maybe. Can we put dude soup on the list? Oh, <laughs> I mean, sure. It's, it's no just, grosser than a lot of the other ones. Than a thousand other things we've put on the list so far. Uh, he describes them in slightly more detail. He said the young fellow might have been between 11 and 18 years old, which, how the how the fuck are you estimating that, Al? Not 10, not 19. <laughs> yeah. But somewhere in between there. Uh, about seven feet tall and might have weighed about 300 pounds. Okay. His chest was probably 50 to 55 inches. His waist was 36 to 38 inches, which is a very narrow range for estimating a... a creature's waistline yeah yeah that's about, like within one pant size <laughs> about as hyper specific as between 11 and 18 years old yeah, almost more so yeah yeah uh he had wide jaws narrow for a narrow forehead that slanted upward around at the back about four to five inches higher than the forehead so i think he's saying there was like a like some sort of ridge or crest, like on the front of the top of the head, a protrusion. Yeah, I think are that's these, what he's saying. Are these unicorn sasquatches? <laughs> Is that what he's getting at? <laughs> no, I don't think like it's sticking out. I think like a, a ridge going back from the forehead up to the top of the head is what I'm imagining. Yeah. Okay. The hair on their heads was about six inches long. And they had hair covering the rest of their body. Um, the women's, this is maybe my favorite part, the women's hair on the forehead had an upward turn like some women have. I think they call it bangs among women's hairdos. A phenomenal <laughs> sentence. I think they call it bangs. Uh, um, he guesses that the, quote, old lady was between 40 and 70 years old. Over seven feet tall and weighed between five and six hundred pounds. So roughly the same height as the young one, but he thought weighed twice as much, apparently. Thick with many C's. The old man must have been eight feet tall, big barrel chest, powerful shoulders, um, long forearms, wide hands. Uh, his fingers were short in proportion to the rest of his hand, and his fingernails were like chisels. Ugh. Yeah. Um, if the old man were to wear a collar, it would have to be at least 30 inches. Oh my god. I have no, I have no idea what size shoes they would need. <laughs> this guy with his fucking weird estimation. <laughs> um, he said the soles of their feet had pads like a dog's foot. And oh, that sure. the big toe was longer than the rest and very strong, and they seemed to use it when climbing, like for leverage or grip. Yeah, sure. It's like uh, you see monkeys like fucking peeling bananas, and they use their like four, all four opposable thumbs simultaneously, kind of thing. Yeah. So I have a, I have a like very like strange like sitcom-y like it's the sam squanch family like they're like they're like all Basically. like around their campsite and like like filling these various like very sitcom-y roles in the family and like so it's light out now and he can see that he's in like a small valley surrounded by mountains in sort of a circle around him and there's one v-shaped opening into it which he assumes is how he got in but he can't get out because the giant old ape person bigfoot is sitting in front of the exit slash entrance got it so they set him down with his backpack sorry pack sack <laughs> So he has like some of his supplies with him, minus whatever was like out at his camp when he got yoinked. Sure. So he figures he'll set up a little camp until he can figure out how to get out of there. 
Yep. Um, he had most of his food, some coffee, his knife, his rifle, and a few tins of snuff, which that's just chewing tobacco, basically, right? Uh, snuff is usually uh, like powdered tobacco for snorting. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, s- s- different cultures call snuff and snooze different things. Um, I didn't. I didn't know anybody snorted tobacco. That's a thing. Yeah, it's um, yes. That sounds terrible. S- snuff is a smokeless tobacco made from ground or pulverized tobacco leaves. It is inhaled or snuffed into the nasal cavity, delivering a swift hit of nicotine. It's not dissimilar Ugh. from the concept of of like you know a t- like tobacco you'd put in your mouth because it's like yeah where does it go though you spit that out eventually um i've tried it (laughs) it it, (laughs) fucking of course you have (laughs) it uh it's it's just still bouncing around in there well no i mean not to be like tmi but it like it drains it drains just like mucus would drain and then you like spit it out once it kind of hits your fucking disgusting it's real gross uh unfortunately the next day you uh blow your nose and spit and it's a color you would not like any of that to be because you've done that big trash yeah you know look guys be kind to your bodies okay look if we're giving farewell (laughs) messages here be be nice to yourselves don't don't do what i do (laughs) i'm in danger or or what our friend albie here is doing either yeah, don't get kidnapped by big feats. And and then do drugs about it. <laughs> so his first plan is to just walk up to the big fucker sh- sitting by the entrance and shoot him because he's got a rifle. Not the worst plan. Right. Except when he gets up there, he realizes that he's much bigger than he estimated and figures his rifle probably wouldn't kill him and would probably just piss him off. And he only had six shells left because his other boxes of ammunition were back at his camp. Got it. So he gets up there and then thinks, mm, maybe also, not. Also, if we're talking about 1924, I don't know how evolved firearm technology is here, but I have to imagine shot to shot, we're not talking about it, like a short period of time. Right. So, I mean, you you miss or you hit him in a, in a spot that doesn't like incapacitate him. Yeah. Fuck, now fuck, you have fuck, a 600 fuck, pound fuck. eight foot tall thing coming at you and you're trying to reload a rifle yeah hurry 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 yeah hide so behind the mom he, hide behind the mom <laughs> so instead he points to the opening and tries to like imply that he wants to go out and he said but he just stood there pushing towards me and said something that sounded like soka soka which i'm assuming is no not today. <laughs> not today, Albie. Not today. Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? So he comes up with a new plan, which is to... That is so Canadian and so loud. <laughs> Was that really loud? Oh, I, I think our audio is fucked today because you're real quiet. Oh, shit. And that sounds totally normal to me. So maybe things are just... Whatever. It wouldn't it's... be... It also wouldn't be us if we didn't have some audio issues. So there's literally that. by our last episode, still can't figure it out. Second to last episode. Perfect. By next week, guys, it'll be fixed. Everything will be perfect next week. Next week we'll have perfect audio when we're playing <laughs> other people's voicemails. Yeah, absolutely not. That was fucked. That was a bit fucked. All right. So he devises a new plan, which is he's going to trick this big fucker into eating so much snuff that he dies. Oh no. <laughs> This seems significantly more complex. <laughs> it is indeed. So it's it's pretty elaborate. He starts taking the empty like little tins of it and tossing them to the, the young ape guy. Got it. Right? To kind of give him a taste for it. So they're all like he's like in vis like visual proximity to all these people, just kind of like being the weird dude that like dad brought home. Yeah, he, Got it. he guessed that this whole little valley was about eight acres. So, like, not that big. You could, if it's open, that's you like could a, see to the other side. That's like a city block. Uh, is it? I mean, like, I don't know, like our yard, <laughs> our, our whole, 
our whole plot <laughs> is like a half, like to a quarter of an acre. So I don't know. There's, sure. There's 10 or, or I mean, 10, 10 houses on either side of a block. You know, how many football know. fields in an acre, right? 20, 20 times. <laughs> 20. 20. No, no, no. I'm saying 20 houses if they're all averaging <laughs> oh, okay. somewhere between. I thought you just came back real quick like 20. It's obviously about, 20. About 20. <laughs> no, it's exactly 20. Maybe about 20. Uh, so, yeah, they're all just chilling together in this like not huge area. Like they can probably all see each other most of the time. Sure. Because it sounds like it's fairly open. Um. So anyway, he's his plan is to get the young dude hooked on snuff. Who will then get the old dude hooked on snuff? Slowly lure the old dude over to like come get some snuff because r- right now the old guy like won't get close to him. They're just leaving him on his own to fucking die or whatever. I don't know what their plan is. So he starts giving the young guy a tin. Then he like gives him a little bit more. Then he sees him bring it over to the old guy to share. And like over a couple days, finally the old this plan works and the old guy comes over and. He describes it as such. I got my coffee pot boiling and it was strong coffee too. And the aroma from boiling coffee was what brought him over. I was sitting eating hardtack with plenty of butter on, sipping my coffee, and it sure tasted good. And I was smacking my lips pretending it was better than it really was. (laughs) I set the can down that was almost full. I intended to warm it up later. Oh, that was... I think he means the coffee can. I pulled out a full box of snuff and took a big chew. So maybe this was chewing tobacco. See, I that's a, know. yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Some some people call snuff chew, and some people call snooze chew, and some yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before I had time to close the box, the old man reached for it. I was afraid he would waste it, and I only had two more boxes, so I held onto the box, intending for him to take a pinch like I had just done. Instead, he grabbed the box and emptied it into his mouth and swallowed it in one gulp. Then he licked the inside of the box with his tongue. Success, bro. Hey, if you if that's what you were aiming for, success, bro. Fucking got his ass. <laughs> Enjoy uh, that big barf you're going to have in about <laughs> 90 seconds. After a few minutes, his eyes began to roll back in his head and he was looking straight up. I could see that he was sick. Then he grabbed my coffee can that was cold by this time and he emptied that into his mouth, grounds and all. That did him no good. He stuck his head between his legs and rolled forwards a few times away from me. It's like the That's my favorite. It's like the my favorite part of the whole story. It's like the golems in uh fucking Legend They're of still Zelda. Still not called golems. Fuck. We did this like three weeks ago, bro. Come on, get there. Oh, gor gorums gor closer. Fuck. Gorgon. Gorgons. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, he just curls up into a ball like, and turn rolls into balls away. and shit and then roll away. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm fucked up. <laughs> just turn into a ball and roll Ooh, away. Ooh, I'm gonna barf. Gotta do some. Gotta do some uh, cartwheels. This is not enough Somersaults. acres. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna somersault my way into a place I can throw up. Can you imagine just <laughs> barfing while somersaulting? <laughs> I feel like it's like it, it's almost like uh you know how you ever seen a shot putter like throw a shot put you know how they like spin they, in circles as they move forward and then for let the go <laughs> that's what it is he's doing he's like, gonna pop up after a few rolls exactly and then and just let that shit vomits everything out he's gonna <laughs> he's using it to get momentum bro that's what he's doing just like oh, whoop 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 bam and the whole thing just goes. Oh, shit. So, anyway, he takes this as his opportunity and uh, makes a break for it. <laughs> My guy's over here doing fucking gymnastics. I'm going to I'm gonna take this up as an opportunity. <laughs> and basically, he runs his ass out of the canyon. Uh, the the lady Bigfoot follows him, and he, he takes one shot at her, and, but misses, but apparently it freaks her out. And uh, he has no idea where he is, so he just goes down basically because he figures he'll come to civilization eventually Something, yeah and he ends up in um uh, he said about t- after about two hours i got down to the heavy timber and sat down to rest i could hear a motor running hard at times then stopping i listened for a while and decided the sound was from a gas donkey 
Do you have any idea what a gas donkey is? Because I do not. Sir. Anyway, he said someone was logging in the neighborhood. So he goes over to these loggers, tells them he's a lost prospector. And they, uh, the next day, he went down from their camp to some town and got back to the boat and went back to Vancouver. And it's... didn't tell anybody about it for like 30 years. <laughs> and then was like, hey, remember that one time? No, bro. No one remembers that one time. That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, a gas donkey or a steam donkey is an engine. Steam donkey. Used Gross. widely in logging, mining, and maritime or other industrial applications. So it's probably steam, steam donkey sounds delicious. Steam donkey, steamed. Oh, steamed donkey. <laughs> it's not steamed donkey. It's steam donkey. Well, <laughs> I heard what I heard. Hey, next time you go to Canada, make sure you try the steam donkey. It's delicious. <laughs> All right, we got time for uh, yeah. Well, we'll go quick with the blasting Bigfoot. Um, Dot so biz. That's that's the end of Albert's story. All right, God bless him. Okay, <laughs> Glad he's um, okay. Same year, nineteen twenty-four. About three hundred miles south in southwest Washington, a gentleman named Fred Beck and four other prospectors. We got prospectors in the same year, three hundred miles apart. Maybe that's what we've been missing out on this whole time. We just got to go look for gold and we'll find Bigfoot. We just got to go back to the 20s, bro. Or that. The 1920s. We're in the 20s right now. That's fucked up. Oh, shit. So, all right. This dude, Fred Beck, and four other prospectors are in this uh, area where they've been prospecting on and off for six years. And had often seen large animal tracks that they could not identify that were about nine, the longest of which was about 19 inches. Okay. So one night they had been hearing noises in the evening for about a week, which he described as a like sort of shrill whistling that they would hear from one mountain ridge and then hear sort of an answering whistle from another ridge. Got it. And this is from their said, campsite. They're like hearing this go back and forth. Yeah, so they have a, this is a spot that they went to regularly, and they had built a, a log cabin there. Got it. So, like, sitting inside the cabin at night, they could hear this going on outside. He said they also heard a sound which could best be described as a booming or thumping sound, like something was hitting itself on the chest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just a big-ass Donkey Kong on top of the mountain going, <laughs> thum, 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 thum. <laughs> Basically. One night, we went outside to get some water and saw a large, hairy creature about seven feet tall, a hundred yards away. Ryan, how many football fields is that? A hundred yards? Yeah. It's like, uh, like more or less one. <laughs> Tight, thank you. It ducked behind a tree and then stuck its head out the side, and his buddy Hank just started shooting right, right then and there. Sees a Bigfoot, sees him hide behind a tree, sticks his head out, pow, 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 pow. Hank, you gotta have more chill, bro. You don't. You're not. <laughs> no. You don't got enough chill, Hank. That's Hank is that's asking questions later. Chill. Let's give him the pap pap first. Um, he missed, and the creature ran away, upright on two well, legs. Hank, if you're uh, come on, Hank, if you're gonna be the first one to fucking pull a trigger, bud, you gotta hit him. Jesus, Hank. Yeah. So oh, they get back to the Hank. cabin. They tell the other three guys what happened, and they all agree that they should leave in the morning. So they settle in for the night, fall asleep. Uh, they have one bunk bed for some reason for five guys. So okay, two two of them are in the bunk bed, and three other guys are on the floor. And they wake up at about midnight because something knocks loudly enough on the wall of the cabin to dislodge the. I don't know what it's called, but like the stuff you put in between the logs to like seal it. I think it's, I think it's still called mortar, even if it's logs. Okay. I don't know. It's Whatever that stuff is called, uh, like comes loose from the wall and falls onto Hank, who's sleeping on the floor. It so is he wakes up. It is mortar. Okay. He wakes up and they hear all this crazy shit going on outside. Uh, they hear a bunch of footsteps. They hear like pounding on the sides of the walls of the cabin. Something is 
throwing rocks at the cabin. They can hear stuff landing on the roof. Some rocks come down the chimney. Oh, dip. Because <laughs> they have Damn. a you know, wood-burning fireplace. And where this stuff got, the mortar got dislodged, they can apparently see outside between the logs. Okay. And they see at least three of these same creatures outside their cabin. So it's, they said it sounded like more, but we saw at least three of them at the same time. It's like the movie signs, but with fucking skunk apes instead of aliens. How is it like that? Don't you remember in signs when like all they can, they're in the house and they can hear all the like fucking creatures from oh. like different angles of the house. And like, there's like, oh shit, there's one on the roof and shit. Like they're like doing yeah, the whole 360 yeah, yeah. Okay. fucking where, which way are they going to try to come in and fucking eat us? <laughs> so they just start shooting again. God damn it, Hank. <laughs> I think it's everybody now. I think it's everybody now. They would shoot, and then when they wouldn't hear the apes for a few minutes, they would stop shooting. And Fred said, quote, I told the rest of the party that maybe if they saw we were only shooting when they attacked, they might realize we were defending ourselves. We could have had clear shots at them through the opening left between the <clears throat> between the logs, but we didn't shoot. We did shoot, however, when they climbed up on our roof. We shot round after round through the roof. Brilliant. Just brilliant. We had to brace the door with a long pole taken from the bunk bed because the creatures were pushing against it and the whole door vibrated from the impact. Yikes. We responded by firing many more rounds through the door. Y'all not going to have a cabin to defend in about fucking well, 10 minutes here. They were leaving in the morning anyway, so fuck it. And obviously, you're not com- they're not coming back to that cabin. The fuck apes can those, have it. Fuck that cabin and fuck those Sam Scratches. Yeah. Uh, they pushed against the walls of the cabin as if trying to push the cabin over. Um, Hank and I did most of the shooting, and the rest of the party crowded to the far end of the cabin, guns in their hands. Uh, they seemed stunned and incredulous. So Sensible. they spend like the whole night from midnight until whenever it gets light shooting at Bigfoot, multiple big feats that are trying to knock their log cabin down. God damn. <laughs> no Bigfoot bodies uh, at, outside the cabin in the morning. Well, at one point he said, uh, one of the creatures reached an arm through the space in the wall and seized one of our axes by the handle. Oh, God. But before it could pull the axe out, I turned the head of the axe upright so that it got caught on the logs. And at the same time, Hank shot at it, barely missing my hand. Uh, The attack ended just before daylight, and as soon as it was light, they went outside. They still... It's light out, so it's been like five hours, probably at least. Yeah. Maybe more, depending on what time of year it is. And Fred sees one of these things about 80 yards away uh, from the cabin. He said, quote, I shot three times and it toppled over the cliff down into the gorge some 400 feet below. Damn, bro. Uh Uh-huh. That's not cool. Well, I mean, if they're trying to break into your cabin. Yeah, but he was literally like, hey, we're only going to shoot them when they're attacking. And the next morning they wake up and he's just out in the <laughs> woods chilling by himself. And they're like, fuck that Sam Squidge. And he just starts blasting. That's fucked up. Got him. I know they didn't uh, actually get the axe out, but it would be amazing if they just woke up and he's just like chopping down a tree. Just <laughs> minding his own we, business. Look, that's all we wanted. We just needed we some needed firewood. Logs. You seem to have a lot of logs here in this structure. And the ability to make more logs with a sharp device. And we're big and strong, so... Didn't realize y'all were in there. Sorry. Thought these were just extra spicy logs. We just really needed a fucking (laughs) axe, dude. And you guys are being dicks about it. Just share and we'll be fine. It kind of reminds me of that Kelly Hopkinsville too, right? Didn't Kelly Hopkinsville, didn't they fucking shoot out of their fucking cabin for like 12 hours? Yeah. Except that, like, alien owl things. Yeah. This time, yeah. shooting out every roof and door and window in the place for apes. 
Right. So they just uh, they hightailed it out of there. They didn't even pack up their shit. Um, what's interesting? Well, I mean, there's plenty of interesting stuff. What's more interesting about this one is that Fred is into some like high key psychic, spiritual, other dimensional shit. Okay. Okay. Um, he goes on. He wrote a book about this experience, which is what I'm pulling all of this information from. Got it. Uh, he said that the creatures were quote, not entirely of the world and claims he is a psychic and has had many encounters with quote, spiritual beings. And he said, I've heard many ages ago, the Rocky mountain and cascade mountain ranges were a cent- were the center of a great civilization. I think the mountain areas are extra sensitive to spiritual vibration Usually of a higher order, but sometimes lower. And he thinks that these big feats, or as he sometimes calls them, abominable snowmen, yes, are beings from a lower plane that at when the, quote, vibration is at a certain frequency can appear for a time in a solid body on our plane. I would also like to add to the list Christfoot. Are you not sure about that one? <laughs> I mean, he's is is this, this is not religious in nature. This is spiritual in nature, and he's saying these are just maybe angel foot. Um, okay, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. All right, it's it's a lower realm though, right? So maybe mm. maybe it'd be like demon demon foot. foot. <laughs> yeah, demon foot's now kind. we're talking. Demon foot's it. Yeah, demon foot's it for sure. All right. Um, he said they're very close to our dimension, yet are part of a lower part of a lower one. Um, but yeah, he he thinks that the reason that we never see any physical evidence of them, or only like fleeting physical evidence of them, is because they're not fully physical creatures. They're vibrating in and out. Right. So if you shoot one, you're not going to be able to go find the body later because it was never really here to begin with. Because he somersaulted his way into the next dimension. <laughs> That's what he did. He barfed himself back to where he came from. (laughs) Barf me back to Earth. (laughs) Barf me back to my... Barf me back, Scotty. (laughs) Barf me back, Scotty, is a phenomenal concept. Look, if you projectile vomit hard enough, you can rip yourself out of your current plane and knock yourself into the next adjacent... Like plane of existence. All right, buddy. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Bla- blasted, blasting Bigfoot's big barf butt. Dot piss. Hey, yeah, beautiful hair. Did he ever? Did he ever? <laughs> All right, babies. All right. If you want to tell us stuff, or if you want us to tell things to like the the couple few thousand people that listen to us <laughs> uh hi at what if podcast or oh fuck hi what if podcast.com just oh yeah that that or uh 612 yeah 246 yeah 4614 oh he fucking nailed it hit it out of the park <laughs> hit it out of the park with extreme um, confidence no doubt uh, we love y'all. For real, for real. We don't just say that shit. I've been saying that shit at the end of every episode for like fucking multiple hundreds of episodes. We really mean that shit. We love y'all and we appreciate y'all and y'all have made this a really fucking fun journey and it's been a blast. And um, yeah, like we said, we might pop up in your feed at some point in the future. Watch out for us. But we might not because you we, know why? <laughs> hey, we love y'all. <laughs> but we, what? we still... Uh, now you gotta say it. It's yours, man. You love it more than anything. I can't be the one to say it. Um, I'll skip it. All right. Um, that is such a dang neat show. Thank you, Chuck. Thanks for thanks for saying that, Chuck. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, six one two two four six four six one four. Or hi, what if podcast Tom? We'll keep this. We'll keep the. Uh, we'll keep the site up. If y'all want to buy something, I guess you could still do that for a little while. Nah, I'm gonna take that down. That shit costs me money every month. <laughs> We'll keep it up for a little while. We're going to keep it up for a little while. It's not going to be down by the time you're here. All right, you got till the first when I get billed again. 
Damn. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I guess that's all we know. Thank y'all for all your support. Oh yeah, patreon.com slash what if podcast. It'll, it'll be changed to three bucks a month and, and you can have access to all those old shows uh, for as long as you want to listen to them. All right. See you one more time next week. See you one more time next week for a listener fucking party down hang sesh. Or, you know, if, or if not, we'll just bullshit with each other for a few minutes. Or if none of y'all care, then we will have no voicemails or emails and Spencer and I'll just digitally high five each other and say peace. Yep. All All right. Love you guys.